0: Hey guys, welcome to Performance Medicine Audio. This is another episode of Dictations. Um, Dr. Rogers and I in this conversation talk about a new protocol for uh, self-injecting testosterone. It's really interesting because we get into um, different kinds of delivery methods for testosterone therapy, the advantages and disadvantages of each, And what this new self-injecting protocol is. So I think it's got a little bit of something for everyone. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, and Thank you so much for being here. And we'll see you next week. Here's the conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to Performance Medicine Audio. Uh, This is another episode of Dictations where uh, we talk about what's on our minds when it comes to your health. Um, Every once in a while... You know, I kind of just let Dr. Rogers talk about new ways of doing things and 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 one of the one of the really cool aspects of of what we do at performance medicine is that we we have the flexibility to tailor our offerings to you know in a way that most benefits the patient. Um, I think that's one of the one of the biggest reasons why uh, we went cash cash only uh, over 10 years ago um, but we're able to kind of figure out okay how can we somehow tailor this or make this make this better for for the patient and today we're going to talk about hormone therapy and some of the different ways um, patients can get their hormone therapy um, in particular we're going to talk about uh, self-injecting. And uh, before I go any further, I'm going to let Dr. Rogers kind of um, talk this out um, because he knows better than I do uh, about uh, self-ejecting, why we're doing it, um, why it might be more beneficial for the patient. Uh, So, Dr. Rogers, I'm going to let you kind of take a a hold of the mic here and and rock and roll.
1: Um, Hi, Ben. Yeah, I want to talk today about... um self-injecting testosterone as you know um, probably anything that i know more about than than uh, most is um, testosterone therapy Uh, first we know it's very safe it does not cause prostate cancer it does not cause heart disease in fact it protects you against those testosterone is controversial um, but you know in studying it for years and using it and Uh, talking to the the world's experts on it, um, I'm very confident that um, it's very protective uh, for about everything in your health when it starts going low. And, you know, when it it does go low, and it's something I always check on routine lab tests, it's a signal that your body's not working like it should be. Um, But through the years of different types of testosterone administration of course um you start out with creams which i have found not to be that effective over the years i just hardly anybody any male is on a testosterone cream anymore it's just um it's number one it's expensive number two it's messy number three you can transfer it to your family and number four it just plain doesn't work that great um and then you have injections, uh, intramuscular injections that, you know, we give many, many thousands of, and uh, and then you have pellets. Pellets are still probably my favorite way to do it. Um, I do probably six pellet cases a day in my offices. Um, it kind of gives you a nice, even release, but nonetheless, I have a lot of people that don't want to do pellets, um, and... They want to do injections. Of course, you can get injections at the, one of the offices. But I also have a lot of people that self-inject because um, it's probably a little more economical, and that way you don't have to go into an office you know, every week to get your injections. There's a lot of people that do testosterone replacement out there. There's centers for it. But what I find is that it's very expensive. They require you to come to their office once a week which is inconvenient. You know, time is a precious commodity. And, you, you know, you, especially as you get older, you'll learn this. But you really want to not spend a lot of your time waiting for things. Um, but so there's a lot of people that, that do testosterone replacement. A lot of times i wonder if they're really doing it right and monitoring the things that need to be monitored. But um, there's one thing I can guarantee you, at Performance Medicine, we're doing it right we're not only looking at just testosterone, we're looking at other things too for your overall health. That's probably the difference between coming here and getting hormone replacement and going somewhere else. It's just a hormone replacement center. Is it we look at everything. We're looking at your overall health, not just, you know, pumping you full of hormones. And we're not overdosing you on hormones. We're we're checking, for example, like on men, is it um, converting to estrogen, which is can be bad for men. Uh, so um, one thing that I'm doing now uh, on a lot of people is subcutaneous uh, testosterone injections twice a week where you self-inject yourself with a tiny needle that's uh, um, a lower dose, but you do it twice a week. <clears throat> one problem with the the once-a-week intramuscular injection is Number one, it it can be kind of painful. Uh, Number two, it can kind of wear out after, you know, five days or so. The peak is usually at about day two to three, and then by the time you get your next injection at at day seven, a lot of times you you lose kind of the effectiveness. And so what I've found is that you can inject it at a lower dose, subcutaneously, right underneath the skin in abdomen or flank. It's very easy to reach. Um, it gives you a more even dose. There's less conversion to estrogen, and you can do it at home. Um, there's also different forms of uh, testosterone that you can use. Um, the main forms are testosterone cipionate, and then there's a testosterone enanthate that some people prefer. It's a little longer-acting. Sometimes I'll use it when people get acne with uh, testosterone cipionate. Um, <clears throat> or too much of bumping of your hematocrit, your red blood cell count. Um, there's another long-acting form of testosterone, undecanate that I don't use much of. They use it in Europe some, but it's not used here in the U.S. much at all. Um, but what I've come up with is a blend of, and I have to get this compounded. I've come up with a blend of 80% cipionate and 20% enanthate that seems to be a little smoother. And I give it subcutaneous, uh, in other words, right underneath the skin with a tiny needle. And we do it at a lower dose but twice a week, and it seems to really uh, work better. Um, it's more smoother, it has the two different types of testosterone in there, and it hurts less as well. And it's very economical. Um, i'm getting it made in large doses of course i have to do this patient specific but um i'm able to to get it for you probably a lot cheaper than you can get it anywhere else and i can teach you how to do this if you're interested in doing uh your own self-injections um at home so um it's probably works better it's very efficacious it's probably going to be cheaper for you and um save you a lot of time and effort. So think about uh, coming in and talking to me or one of my nurses or nurse practitioners uh, about this new blend of subcutaneous uh, testosterone for you to self-inject with. Um, I've had very little complaints and all really, really good things to say about it. So um, at Performance Medicine, we're trying to take care of you and look at everything. But this is another thing that's... uh, we've added to our armamentarium, and, uh, that you might be interested in. So Ben, uh, thank you for allowing me this time.
0: Guys, if you have any questions, um, about this new blend of testosterone delivered subcutaneously, subcutaneously, gosh, Dr. Raj, I got to work on, uh, pronouncing that. Um, please, um, shoot us an email, message us on Facebook, uh, call any one of our offices. Uh, we'd love to help you out. Um, Anyways, Dr. Rogers, thank you for your time today and explaining that for us. Uh, Guys, thank you for being here, and uh, as always, we will see you next week.